Praise the Lord. We bring you greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is Ellen Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. Uh, God bless you on today. Uh, we are excited uh, today because we have a very, very good uh, topic that we're going to talk on today. Uh, just before we get started, uh, we'd like to uh, say to all the people, God, thank you for uh, joining us today and viewing the broadcast our previous uh, broadcast. We hope that you had uh, a pleasurable experience in your Labor Day and also in your worship services at your local churches. We hope that um, you all uh, experienced uh, the power and the presence of God, and hopefully that uh, you are refreshed in your spirit to continue uh, to do what uh, the Word of God says in Jude, to earnestly contend for the faith that was once delivered to the saints. So we hope that you're continually fighting for your faith in God. Praise God. And uh, we want to uh, give honor to our pastor, Bishop Dr. Ellis Murchison, Sr. of the Pentecostal Power Church, and to our first lady, Lady Paulette Murchison, and to my own lovely wife, Missionary Janice Newson, and to all of you that are viewing us on the broadcast today. God bless you. And we uh, just want to uh, acknowledge the different prayer requests that are gone uh, uh, out as petitions unto us uh, to uh, intercede for the people of God. And so we definitely want to uh, say a prayer for all of those that are sick, uh, those that are on our prayer list. And so we want to let you know that we're praying for you and your families. Uh, we're also praying for the Berea family, the Island Doss uh, and Murchison Lee family. We're praying for them as well. Uh, let us continue to pray for our Bishop and Mother Bullock. Let us pray for our presider, assistant presider. Uh, pray for our senior bishop, Bishop Floyd Scott, and uh, just the body of Christ as a whole. Let us pray, saints. Uh, we want to quickly go into prayer that we might go into the word of God. And we're going to talk about a few things uh, uh, today in our topic. And so we want you to stay with us. We're going to be brief today. And uh, we hope that you would enjoy um, sharing with us uh, uh, your testimony your praise report, uh, whatever that it is that God may have done on your behalf, please give us a shout out today on the broadcast via uh, Zoom or Facebook or, well, I don't have the Zoom open just yet, but during our chat, we have our chat open. So if you'd like to chat in YouTube or Facebook, you can do that. Or even on our Podbean uh, app, you can join us here. And so let us go before his throne that we might pray. Eternal God, our Savior, in the name of Jesus, Lord, as we come before thee and before thy throne of grace, O Lord, we thank you once again for your blessing. We pray, O God, for our viewers, subscribers, those that are listening, O God, on our podcast. We ask in the name of Jesus, Lord God, you will bless the hearts of the people and those, O God, that are recipients of the word of God. We pray, God, that you would save, O oh God, those, O oh God, that desiring to be saved, O oh God, that you would, O oh God, reach and touch those, O oh God, through outreach ministry, O oh God, that you would help those, O oh God, that are laboring in the outreach capacity. O oh God, bless them, O oh God, O oh God, with spiritual blessings, O oh God, and equip them, O oh God, with, O oh God, O oh God, all the resources they need, O oh God, to be successful in their endeavor, O oh God. 
oh God, to be fishers of men. We pray now, God, that you would touch those that ask for prayer and, oh God, honor the petition of thy servant that you might, oh God, grant it. Oh God, on the behalf of your people, as we intercede today, bless our pastor and first lady, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, bless our families, bless my wife, bless, oh God, our immediate family, bless those, oh God, that are, oh God, joining, oh God, this particular broadcast, that it may, oh God, bless them and enrich their lives. And Father, we thank you. We forever give you glory, honor, and praise, and we thank you for great deliverance. In Jesus' name, we pray to the glory of God. Thank God. Amen. Amen. Praise God. So we thank God for um, this particular prayer that's been prayed and we are believing God for you as we uh, go into the scripture. Let us journey into the scripture. We're going to go to uh, a very familiar passage of scripture, which is found in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. So we want you to join us uh, in that particular scripture, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. And we're going to be talking about uh, the top topic of standing firm. We're going to talk about standing firm. And we're going to deal with our subtopic, uh, the truth will prevail. Uh, the truth will prevail. And uh, we're going to uh, go to several scriptures this week as we talk about standing firm. And it's very important uh, in the time that we're in right now that if there's ever been a time for the believer to take a stand, uh, the time is now for all believers everywhere in the body of Christ to take a stand. And the reason why we must take this stand because uh, Jesus has called us to be salt and light in the earth. And he's also given us power, according to Acts 1 and 8, uh, to be witnesses in this earth. And then also we have a responsibility to stand firm because uh, he has given us uh, the gospel message, praise God. And that is to seek and to save that which is lost. So it's very important uh, for all of you, whether you be uh, male, female, uh, young men, young ladies, uh, missionaries, evangelists, outreach, youth pastors, uh, whomever, we must take a stand uh, for uh, the gospel message. And so before we get Second Thessalonians, uh, chapter two, uh, I want to uh, get a, a familiar passage of scripture that I uh, think will benefit us. Um, give me one second here. I want to get a scripture that will kind of help uh, solidify um, some of the things that we're sharing here with you. And uh, we're going to go to 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, but I want to get um, a very, very familiar passage of Scripture that we uh, quote and that we use uh, 
in a very familiar way. And so I need you to go uh, to um, first Romans, uh, Romans chapter one uh, and uh, verse number 15, Romans chapter one and verse number 15. So we want to take you here for a very important reason. Romans 1 and 15. And uh, we're going to go till about maybe uh, maybe we could go to uh, Eighteen. We'll go to a couple verses there. We'll read two or three verses there, one and fifteen through eighteen. So we're gonna put the scripture on the screen for you here. And let's take a look at it. Romans one and fifteen through eighteen. And we're gonna read it for your hearing here. He says here in Romans 1 and uh, 15, he says, um, So as much as in me, I am ready to preach the gospel to you that are at Rome also. And this particular scripture here emphasizes that Paul has preached the gospel in many, many places of the world, many places of Asia. He's preached the gospel in many locations. And so it's very important that we get that point, that he has preached the gospel in uh, many other locations. All right? And so he said he was ready. Hmm? And so it's very important that we too be ready to preach the gospel. Romans 1 and 16. And he goes farther into uh, explanation. Uh, and he says, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. He goes a little bit deeper into it of his stance. He says, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believe it. Hmm? He says to the Jew first and also to the Greek. He says, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to them that believe. Hmm? to everyone that believe it, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. This is very, very important. Paul takes another position here and explains and demonstrates his stand. And he goes farther into it in verse number 17. He says, for therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith as it is written 
the just shall live by faith. Now he goes and he kind of breaks down his stand, letting his audience know that all the things that he would suffer and he was willingness to suffer, he was going to do it because of his faith in Christ Jesus, because of his stand, praise God. And he says here, for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness. He goes into a farther discourse of uh, teaching believers and unbelievers about how the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. Even those that pretended to be disciples, he included them also, praise God. Hmm? Even those false brethren, he included them also that they were not going to escape the wrath of God. Praise God. Paul took a, he, he took a real, um, a real forceful stand here. Hmm? Because he was willing to give his life for the gospel of Jesus Christ. And this is why I say to you today, stand firm. The truth will prevail. Hmm? It's very important that we stand firm because the truth will prevail. Praise God. Hmm? Jews and Christians at that time, they stood against the idolatrous Roman religion. This is what was going on uh, in the early church. Hmm? And, uh, just like today, Christendom has confused believers, people that want to be saved. They're confused. And just like the Roman government, they have set up idolatrous religions that often confuse two groups. And this was especially easy to do since Christians in Rome uh, could have been originally composed to Jewish converts. Hmm? that had attended the Feast of Weeks or the Feast of Pentecost, hmm? which was in Jerusalem. Hmm? But, oh, glory be to God. It was very important that we take a look at this, and Paul took a stand against it. Hmm? Because the Gentiles has also joined the church. And the Jews and Gentiles needed to know. Hmm? They needed to know relationship between Judaism and Christianity. They needed to know the difference. And Paul was there to teach them and explain to them that they were no longer under Judaism. They were no longer under the circumcision. Hmm? Because Glory be to God. Hmm? 
the, they received the Holy Ghost just as well as the Jews did on the day of Pentecost. And so these Gentiles that received the Holy Ghost, oh, glory be to God, the Jews was uh, subverted by the Romans to continue to institute Judaism so that the new converts could be stalled out of the church, praise God. And this caused some problems, praise God. Hmm? But Apostle Paul, he stood up and he stood firm hmm? and let them know the truth was going to prevail. That same Jesus, glory be to God. Hmm? He didn't no longer make male or female, nor bond, nor free. Hmm? All that wanted to come to God could come to God, praise God. Hmm? And we too, we must explain that the gospel shows us both how the righteous God planned for all men to be saved. Hmm? We got to be able to teach the gospel message so all men's lives can be saved. Look at this. By trusting Christ, our relationship with God is made right. Hmm? Our relationship has to have faith from start to finish. Hmm? So if we're going to stand firm and, and the truth will prevail, if we start out with faith, we must end with faith. Praise God. Hmm? This is why from faith to faith means from start to finish. God declares us to be righteous because of faith and faith alone. Hmm? Let me show you. I want to show you something here. Romans 5 and 1 says here. Let me go to Romans 5 and 1 and show you something here. It's faith and faith alone that justifies us. Hmm? It ain't by works which we have done. It talks about that in James. But it's by the work of Christ, the grace of God that brings salvation. But look, it says here in Romans 5 and 1, therefore being justified by faith, Paul talks to the believers here and says, therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Hmm? We don't have no relationship with God in no other way other than by faith. Because hmm? no man has seen God at any time and lived. So it's by faith that we have received this hope of our calling. Now take a look here. He says, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace. We, oh, glory be to God. I'm going to have to go to Hebrews and show you here. We can't even uh, approach God without faith. Hmm? But he says, by whom we also have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope 
of the glory of God. All right? And he says, and not only so, but we glory in tribulation also, knowing that tribulation work in patience. And patience experience and experience hope. Hmm? Right? And experience hope. And hope making not a shame because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. Now, remember, God gave us the Holy Ghost. Hmm? So we would have the power in the affirmation of God's presence in our lives. Hmm? Because his spirit bear witness with our spirit that we are the sons of God. Now he says here in Romans 5 and 2, I'm going to go back and I want to I want to explain something with this Romans 5 and 2. He says, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand. We have access by faith into the grace hmm, wherein we stand. This is why it's important that we stand firm. Because hmm? faith gave us the access to grace to stand. Oh, glory be to God. Faith, access by faith into the grace that allows us to stand huh? and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. We rejoice in hope. Hmm? Oh, glory be to God. By the glory of God. Look at this. Romans, uh, let's go to Hebrews 11. I want to go to Hebrews 11 and show you something. And we're going back to Thessalonians, but I need to lay this foundation here. Let's go here real quick so we can exegesis this. We want to go to uh, Hebrews 11. And he says here, remember uh, Romans 5 and 2. So Romans 5 and 2 says, he says, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. All right? Now let's look at Hebrews 11 and 1. See what it says. He says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. By it the elders obtain a good report. Go to verse. Uh, let's go to verse number uh, three, and he says, "Through faith we understand the worlds were framed by the word of God. The oh God spoke, and things happened, so that things which are uh, were not made of the things which do appear." So the things which are seen were not made 
of the things which do appear. You can you see deeper into this revelation? God made this access available when it when sin denied us the access that we needed to God. Praise God. Adam's sin caused every man to be in this fallen state. And he ultimately lost access. And the only way he could obtain access on a temporary basis was through the blood of bulls and goats and animals, which was a substitute, which was a shadow of good things to come, which never could make the commas there too perfect. So, all glory be to God. Until the fullness of time was come, all glory be to God, we were going through process. But now we can see clearly God made access available to all of us through his son, Jesus Christ. Hmm? So the things we see were not made of the things which do appear. Take a look here. He goes a little bit farther here and says, by faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous. Hmm? We talked about that living witness. This testified he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it being dead, yet speaketh. I want to stop right there and jump down to six. Look at uh, Romans five and two again, when you reference this and compare it to Hebrews 11 and six, it says, but without faith, there is no access because it's impossible to please him. And we have to remember God was pleased with Adam until he disobeyed. Oh, glory be to God. We must teach the gospel message. Uh, the truth will prevail. And only, oh, glory be to God. Those who stand firm, oh, glory be to God. On the word of faith. Hmm? Stand firm in the gospel message. Stand firm. Huh? In this truth that without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that come to God, he that want access to God must have faith. Hmm? Must believe that he is. And that he is a rewarder is one thing to believe that he is. Because according to Psalm 14 and 1, the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. That's only one aspect that you believe, God, you're not a fool. Hmm? But the second step says, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So uh, to believe that God is, is one thing. And to believe enough to enter into a relationship hmm? is to go farther in seeking 
surpass who he is, praise God. Because he is the great I am. Hmm? And so to go farther in seeking, we must look at the word of God by faith. Praise God. I went the long way around. But the truth will prevail. And this is why we must stand firm on God's word. Because if people are to be saved, it's through the gospel message. It's through Jesus Christ. Praise God. Look at this. Not of anything that we have done, but through the works of Christ, praise God. Souls can be saved. Now, look, I want to show you something else as we go back to our Thessalonians. We're going to go back to 2 Thessalonians 2. I want to go back to 2 Thessalonians 2. And we're going to get... Uh, Second Thessalonians 2 and 1. And he says here, let's put it on the screen for you. I want to read something in Second Thessalonians chapter 2. Now let's take a look here. He says in Second Thessalonians chapter 2, he says, Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of of our Lord Jesus Christ and by gathering together unto him that you be not soon shaken in mind. Now I wonder why he says this as he addresses what was coming uh, in that particular time. And we can see it happening right now. He says, for them not to be troubled, when he says not to be shaken, huh? He was letting them know that difficult days was lying ahead. This is why we must stand firm, believers, saints. This is why we must know the truth of God will prevail. With all the false doctrine, with all the false teaching, and people denying the very essence of the true and living God. Hmm? You got people now saying that it don't matter about a standard that God has given for the believer to live holy. Some people believe you can do any and everything and it's all right. Hmm? I'm on my way to heaven and I'm so glad. Hmm? But the truth will prevail. And so we must stand firm with the gospel message and telling any and everyone that Jesus saves to the utmost. And we shouldn't be troubled. We shouldn't be shaken in mind or be troubled. Neither by spirit 
nor by word, nor by letter. He says, as from us, as the day of Christ is at hand. The truth will prevail. And we in it right now. It's up on us. Paul was saying the second coming was near, was at hand, and he was informing every believer that great suffering and trouble was going to lie ahead. Hmm? And we too echo the sentiments that there's uh, a cloud looming. Hmm? We're not giving doom and gloom. We're giving you hope because our hope is not in the cloud that's ahead or in the trouble that's coming up on this world. But we're lifting our eyes to the hills. Huh? Glory be to God. And by faith, we're looking above the cloud. Praise God. We're looking above the gray sky. We're looking above the, the storm and the rain. Hmm? Because Jesus is soon to come. And truth will prevail. And we must stand firm in these tough times. Praise the Lord. And I know it's difficult, my brothers and sisters. I know it's not easy. Hmm? When you have to go through not only things in your body, but you got to go through things in the church. You got to go through things in your own personal life. You got to go through things, period. Praise God. But we cannot be troubled by all these different things that comes to buff us. Praise God. Because Paul was letting those believers know, just like I'm encouraging and sharing with the people of God today, to uh, stand firm because the truth is going to prevail. Hmm? So there's no need of taking down at this time. You might as well hang on in there. Praise God. Look at this. He let them know. Evil will not prevail, even though it looks like, oh, glory be to God. It looked like people are getting uh, away with immorality. People are getting away with doing wrong uh, as uh, they think. Some people are even doing wrong in Jesus' name, thinking that it's not going to catch up to them. But it's going to catch up with you. Praise God. Hmm? You can't do wrong in Jesus' name and expect to stand. Hmm? But the Bible says, a just man, a fall, seven times. Hmm? But the unwise one, and I'm paraphrasing the scripture, Hmm? The unwise will stay down and wallow in it. Praise God. Hmm? I want to say this to you. I want to share this with you. I want to share something with you about standing firm. Although Paul presents a few examples of the end time, he, he presents here in Thessalonians a few examples. Hmm? Uh, sort of like Jesus did in Mark 13. He gave a few examples. He didn't, we weren't specific on current events, but each person 
he warned them to prepare for Christ's return hmm? by living right. Hmm? By living as if today was your last day. Hmm? And if we're ready, we won't have to be concerned about when God's going to come back. If we're ready, we won't have to be concerned about a lot of things that's happening around us. Praise God. Hmm? Because God is in control. Truth will prevail. Stand firm. He says in Galatians there, he says, stand fast in the liberty. I don't have time to get it. He said, wherewith Christ has made you free. And be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Hmm? Since the Lord has delivered you, why should you be bound? I can tell you. We're only going to be bound when we don't stand firm on the truth. Hmm? Remember Samson? And I'm just going to detour just a little bit, and I'm, I got to get back into Thessalonians, but I'm just going to detour just a little bit and give you a little history with Samson. He was a Nazarene, and he was taught the things of God. He was raised up on how he was supposed to conduct himself as a Nazarite. But after he got out there and started fooling with them Philistine women, praise God, after he started mingling and mangling, he started doing what he wanted to do. And the grace of God covered him all the way until he broke the covenant with God. Hmm? You know he wasn't supposed to touch nothing dead, but he touched a jawbone and he slew thousands. Praise God. Hmm? He did a lot of stuff that the grace of God covered him on. But the minute the razor touched his head, hmm? it was just like God said, because he didn't stand firm, his eyes was put out and he was bound. Hmm? And he was mocked. Oh, glory be to God. But his setback didn't prevent his combat. And I'm here to let you know, if you've gotten off the trail, get back on it. And stand firm on the gospel message. Praise God. Hmm? Because the truth will prevail. But let, let me go here. Let's go back to Thessalonians. I veered off a little bit. But let's go back here to Thessalonians. I want to show you something. He says here in Thessalonians here, he says, let no man deceive you for that day shall not come except there come a falling away first. He told him about Christ's return. Hmm? He told him about the trouble that was coming. Hmm? But he talked about the day of the Lord was not going to come until there be a falling away first. Why are we alarmed? Because COVID happened. Let me explain. Let me, let me explain some revelatory prophetic scripture to you. 
The scripture says that there was going to be a falling away. Hmm? First, why are we so shaken up? Because people are not coming back to the church. Some folk ain't going to come back. And I want to remind you and as well as encourage you, bishops, pastors, those of you that are out here in outreach ministry, there's going to be new people in your church. Praise God. There are going to be new faces in your pews. And you should welcome it. Hmm? Because the wedding getting, the, the, the feast getting ready to happen. The wedding ceremony is getting ready to take place. Hmm? And ain't no sense in us crying over spilt milk. <laughs> oh, glory be to God. I'm sorry. It's an old, it's an old Southern expression. Ain't no sense in us crying over spilt milk. Hmm? If you waste water in the sand, you can't squeeze it back out. Hmm? What are you saying, all the news? God is orchestrating this thing, and we have a responsibility to stand firm on the gospel message because the truth is going to prevail, and all of those that love truth is going to heed to it. Praise the Lord. And he said, let no man deceive you by any means. He says, for that day shall not come. People said, when Jesus come back, he not going to come back until we see this falling away. Oh, glory be to God. And if you don't see the falling away, I want to open up your eyes to it today. Praise God. Hmm? Except there be, uh, except there come a falling away first, the man of sin hmm? be revealed that man of sin be revealed the son of perdition hmm? take a look at it it's right there in the scripture right there in front of you take a look at it and that man of sin be revealed the son of perdition hmm? can't you see with all of these killings happening every night in the city of Milwaukee, we, oh, Lord, have mercy. And I know it ain't just Milwaukee. It's everywhere. Man in Canada killed some folk, stabbed some folk. These people that's doing all this stuff, the devil and God in them. I'm just going to tell you like it is. The devil and got in them, and he didn't got in their mind and convinced them and deceived them hmm, into following his commands. But I'm saying to the people of God, the truth will prevail, and you need to stand firm. Praise God. Uh, as I get ready to get out of here, I got about 10 more minutes. I want to share something with you. He says here, some people, they were in danger of losing hope in the Thessalonian church. They were in danger of losing hope. 
why? Hmm? Uh, because they shifted to the opposite extreme. Some of them thought that Jesus would be coming at any minute. Hmm? And Paul tried to balance it, just like we're trying to explain to you, stand firm because some more things got to take place. Hmm? Before Christ's return. Hmm? So we can't just look at one aspect of the prophetic word of Christ returning. We got to look at their sequence of events, a prophetic scripture that are constantly being fulfilled right before our eyes. And we should be able to see that Paul had wrote this letter. Uh, over 1400 years ago. Yeah, I'm saying 1400 years ago, Paul wrote this letter. Hmm? Think about it. Maybe a little longer than that. But take a look. He says here to them that uh, some false teachers uh, had came saying that the judgment has already came. This is what happened in Paul's day. So that put people in a tailspin of not believing. This is why I say stand firm because truth going to prevail. Stand Stand fast in your faith. Stand fast in your faith. Take a look here. Um, some thought Jesus was coming at any minute. Some began to be hostile. And Paul's time, some in the Thessalonian, Thessalonica church, some people began, began to be hostile against other believers. Can you believe that? Now, I'm, I'm, I did my research here. Some began to be hostile with other believers because they were standing fast in their faith. Some got hostile against them. Hmm? And these people were in danger of being deceived by Antichrist. Hmm? And you got people now that used to be in church, used to be saved, used to follow God. They get angry now because you tell them the Lord is soon to return. Hmm? They get upset now. Why are you upset because of the truth? Hmm? The truth is the only thing that will make us free. And I want to let you know, we must stand firm and we must proclaim the gospel message of Jesus Christ. We're living in the last days. He says, accept or come, a fallen away first, 
that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. 